Hello, and welcome back to Connor Thomas Health. Today I want to talk about something that I think is so important that oftentimes we don't address or we don't talk about that just through my time as a counselor and also just in my own life, I feel like can really benefit a lot of people, myself included, and specifically clients and people that just want to try and live a more healthy and meaningful life, um, just overall with their mental and physical and spiritual health. And simply it's just taking time to learn from our past. A lot of times once you know we experience a situation, good or bad, very rarely do I feel like we do a good job at learning from it. And I think that's something that we really miss out on and can really benefit us in many different ways. Before we get too into it, I'm going to talk about both negative situations and positive situations in our life and how they affect us and what we can learn. But like I said, before I get too into it, I want to talk about what this is not about. So this is not shaming someone for decisions they've made. This is not blaming someone for any kind of trauma they've experienced, an unhealthy relationship or a toxic work environment. Those are not at all the person's fault who experienced those situations. It's never that person's fault. I do though want to address what things maybe we could do different, what red flags maybe we missed, and what we can do to possibly not set ourselves up for those situations moving forward. So first let's talk about some of the more positive situations or experience that maybe we've gone through and what we can learn from them. So a lot of times, you know, and I think we've all been there hopefully a time or two, we're just in a time where things just seem to be going well. You know, there's not very much bad going on. We're getting along maybe with our significant other. We're just overall enjoying life. We wake up feeling happy and refreshed. Maybe when we go to work, we're actually looking forward to it. And when we sit down at our desk or whatever kind of field we're in, we're just in the zone. We're in a good flow and we're focused. Those are really great situations to be in. However, I truly believe that they don't just happen for no reason. It's not typically just a coincidence that things are going well in our life. Um, you know, sometimes there's things in our control that we have been doing to help with that. Maybe if we're just feeling better when we're, you know, going through the day, we're feeling less stressed, we're feeling more optimistic, maybe we've been getting more sleep. Maybe if our relationships or romantic relationship has been really just on a good note, we've just been clicking and in a good, we're jiving with our significant other, well, maybe you've been going on more dates. Maybe you're communicating more about problems you have instead of holding it in. And those can be really good things to take note of so you can continue on that track. Um, and it's often hard to figure that out, but I think slowing down and really doing some reflection, you know, thinking about things, thinking about maybe where you were and where you are now can be really beneficial. Um, I really like the idea of talking with other people, such as a mentor or a friend or a significant other, just talking through that, maybe hearing their point of view, see things that maybe or so hear things that maybe they see that you're doing or that are different, that can be really beneficial, specifically maybe if they're a part of it. So if you're doing really well with your romantic relationship, just sitting down with your, your partner or your spouse and just being like, what's been going well? What's your take on our relationship in the last four weeks? And maybe they can be like, well, you've done a really good job at complimenting me and that makes me feel more in love with you all the time. And it goes back and forth and you guys are just on a good rhythm from there. So that's good things to take note of. Another thing is kind of similar to just reflecting, but journaling. 
really writing that out, challenging yourself to kind of ask some of those questions and talk about what's going well. And then especially if you journal over time, you can look back at maybe where you were six months ago and maybe work wasn't going so well or maybe you were just in a funk and, you know, you were just in a rut and you couldn't get out of it. Well, what was going on during that time? Did uh, your projects at work change? Did you establish new habits and hobbies and routines that have really been maybe helping you grow? Because oftentimes growth is very small steps over time. So like, let's say you want to start working out more, you know, you don't go on a run today or go to the gym or go on a walk or do yoga, and then you automatically feel better tomorrow. Sometimes you do a little bit, but it's not like you feel like a completely different person after one time. Sometimes you actually feel worse, especially that's not something you're doing a lot of. But if you see these small changes over time, you can look back and be like, you know, six months ago, I wasn't really getting any exercise and now I go on a walk five days a week. That's a pretty big change. And I feel like that's actually helped me sleep better and feel better. And because I feel better, I communicate better, things like that. So keeping note of some of those things can be really helpful as well. So next we're going to talk about some negative situations. And I feel like these are really important to address because oftentimes when we're in a negative situation, an unhealthy relationship or just like a relationship that just doesn't go well, um, or a work environment, or we're just not, things aren't going well in our life, we often just want to move on, forget it, and just go to the next thing. And really, I've been there too. I don't blame people who, for wanting to do that. However, if we don't slow down and reflect, we could miss another, just like with the positive um, examples, we could miss a really good opportunity to hopefully not get in that situation ever again. So maybe if it was a job and a job uh, situation, maybe during the interview process, did we miss any red flags? Um, maybe if it was a romantic relationship, did we kind of just overlook things or dismiss things because we were just so excited to be in a relationship? Um, taking time to slow down and reflect and look at those things can be a really good point. And just like with some of the more positive examples and things we can learn from, the same things apply. Having people in your life, friends, mentors, um, significant others that you're open with and you can talk about, you know, really crummy times that you might be going through and hopefully learn from them. And hopefully they can call you out and say some of the things, maybe the, the patterns that you kind of get back into over time when you're just not going in a good direction, maybe with your mental health or just ruts that you can get in. Well, if you're not feeling well overall, well, Maybe your spouse will be like, yeah, you've been staying up until about one in the morning working every night. That's probably not really good. That's probably puts you in a negative mood. And maybe it's good to just kind of help some. Maybe you already know those things, but just hearing it from someone else can really help too. So again, talking to people, reflecting, journaling. Journaling can be really beneficial in general for just stress, anxiety, and depression. But if we can look back and it can help us process and see some of the things maybe we've gotten into. Also with like, going to a new job. Like if we have a job interview, I really recommend clients interview the them just as much as they're interviewing you. Ask what the job's going to entail. Ask who's going to be your manager. Ask about the work environment. If you just overlook some of those things, it could really set yourself up for a tough situation moving forward. So often we want to just get to the next job, maybe because we're getting a big pay bump or maybe our past job was just that bad. And, you know, I've, I've been there. I think we've all been there where we just want to get a new job and we're excited to start something new. But we don't want to jump from one bad job 
to another bad job and then have to quit again in like the next three months or so because that's not good for our stress. It's stressful to start a new job, to meet with new people and to meet new coworkers and managers, but also sometimes it can really hurt our resume, things like that as well. Something else I really recommend to um, just about anyone that's single, any of my clients that are single in order to set themselves up better for romantic relationships is to create a list of what they want in a significant other. And I recommend that has three categories. The first one is what you have to have in a significant other. And that's often things like maybe similar religious views, um, similar views on if they want kids or not. These are things that if they don't possess these things, you're not interested in a long-term relationship with this person um, because those things probably won't change. Other things, the next category is things that you prefer to have. These are typically like hobbies or interests, maybe similar um, things you like both like to go hiking, you both like to go to the gym, you'd really prefer that. They don't have to have it, but it would be nice something to do together. And then the last category um, are deal breakers. So these are things that if they possess this, you're not interested at all and this is not someone you want to date long term. Examples of this might be an unhealthy amount of debt, maybe they have some kind of addiction, things that really you just don't want to be a part of because that can really negatively affect the relationship. And I recommend my clients create this list prior to meeting someone, prior to going on that first date, so that you can kind of create this list without any kind of bias. Oftentimes we might meet somebody and then we try to tailor that list to that person and make it so that they fit into that list when really that can be you know, pretty harmful for yourself and set yourself up for an unhealthy relationship. And this list can change. Maybe you go on a few dates and you realize, I really want to add this to my list. Um, so I don't, because you see like a red flag and you don't want to kind of go down that path. Or maybe you talk to friends and family members and there's other things you want to add. And that's okay. It's okay to change this list, especially as we grow and learn. But just be sure not to change this list just based on someone you're interested in dating. Um, then also something else that could be really beneficial to learn from our past is to have an unbiased third party, specifically a mental health counselor. That's kind of their job is to challenge you, help you see things from a different point of view and work through either possibly traumas, possibly red flags and help you kind of not repeat some of those past mistakes. But also if we have experienced anything really traumatic in our life, and I'm not just talking about big traumas such as like getting in a car accident or getting shot at or witnessing a death or anything like that. It can be anything that can be traumatic. It could be just feeling um, like your boss was always out to get you. Like if you feel that way and that could kind of create some kind of trauma response, you're going to take that with you into the, your next job. Even if your boss is amazing, you might always feel like in the back of your head that, that he or she's out to get you because of a past experience. So having a counselor to work through with that can really help, you know, so you don't unconsciously have some of those trauma responses that might be a factor. Same with relationships. If you've experienced any kind of trauma, that's going to affect future relationships. So being sure to work through that so you don't bring that baggage into the next relationship. Um, obviously, I'm a little biased, but I see so much growth and so much potential in counseling and helping you work through some of these things. I've gone to counseling myself, and I know it helps me, and it has helped me become a better person and be able to have healthy relationships and not repeat some of my past mistakes, but also learn about some of the strengths I have and the positive 
experience I've had in my life. So I hope you were able to take a few things away from this. I hope you take some time now to reflect on what things go well in your life. Or maybe if you are in a good state right now, what are you doing to keep yourself there? If you're not in a good state or if you have had some negative experiences in the past, to be sure to learn from those so you can either break those cycles and break those chains and move forward in a more positive way. So like I said, take some time to reflect on these things. I hope you learned a thing or two and I hope this helps you live a healthy and meaningful life.